to the Phantomtastic Podcast, where we believe that through books and banter, all is possible. I'm Steph, aka Ideally Inspired Reviews on Instagram, and I'm joined by... I'm Ava of Imaginative on Instagram. And today we are manifesting. Big word, manifesting (laughs) (laughs) for 2022. Everything that we want to read, including everything we didn't get to read in 2021, but also all the exciting things of 22. Totally. Um, but honestly, this episode, like if we're being honest, it's kind of half wish list, half pipe dream because we can never read fast enough to satisfy our true bookish goals. Like you could sit me down and say, hey, your full-time job from now until you die is to just read and you don't need sleep or food. And I probably still would not finish reading everything that I want to read. I think we <laughs> might be in the same boat, maybe. Yes. I don't know. But my TBR is out of control is basically what I'm trying to tell you. Um, (laughs) So speaking of TBRs, Steph, do you keep a reading goal, like keep up with a Goodreads or a reading list or a reading challenge or anything? Um, I used to. uh, I don't anymore, but I plan for 22. My goal for 22 is to get back into the swing of um, at least doing the Goodreads challenge, even though I've mentioned before that like I don't like the pressure just because mm-hmm. I'm like so OCD type A that like I'm like if I set these limits for myself, I have to meet them. And if I don't like I'm a failure. Um, right. You're going to get anxiety. Yeah. Well, and in all honesty, a lot of the times I, I do meet the goal, but I just don't always log everything that I've read. So I'm not. Right. So it's not counting towards that goal. Right. So my goal for 22 is to be a lot more meticulous in my reading logs um whether that's logging what i've read logging what i want to read logging what's on you know what's up next for myself and the main reason being is because i feel like 2021 i was a little aimless uh with my reading like some of it was like on point because obviously there were books that i wanted to read but um that there were a lot of times that i would sit and i'd feel like i'm in a reading slump and i think it's because i just couldn't remember or i don't recall like the books that i wanted to read mm, sometimes right so unless it's like directly in front of me whether it's a book that i've read and it's on my shelf or it's on my e-reader or in my audiobook library i might i might even completely forget that that was on my dbr so <laughs> that's something i'm hoping to to get back into but what about you Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I used to do a reading goal and now it's just like, (laughs) I literally wrote LOL in the document. Um, so no, that has not happened for a while. (laughs) Um, I agree with you about like the, the pressure and especially like now that, now that I'm, so I'm officially out of school, everyone, I graduated, I got my final grades today and I did not fail. So that's exciting. Um, but now that I'm out and I'm in the real world and it's like, (laughs) I have to have a job and have multiple jobs because rent is expensive. It's like I want to be able to read for myself and just for pleasure and not have any form of like goal or necessity attached to it the way that I used to Mm -hmm. have to do like with school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm actually excited to like not have a reading goal and kind of be honest and upfront and be like, yeah, I I hate reading goals. Um, But what I do want to do is keep track of everything that I read And like you, I would love to develop some kind of system where I just, like, make a note of the books that, like, sound interesting to me and books that I would Mm -hmm. like to read and know that I want to read. But I think that's more of, like, a mental categorization so that, you know, when we do our yearly wrap-up for 2022, say, I can, like, look back and be like, oh, what did I actually accomplish? And, like, which ones did I read? And which books, you know, took me by surprise? And which books um, had I been hoping to read for a while? And which books were, you know, completely random? That kind of thing. So... Um, not, not really a goal, but I'm, I'm curious to see like what my reading taste does and how it changes over 2022, I guess. Like, I think that will be an interesting track record. It's like dental records, right? Like you keep track of like all the teeth (laughs) that you lose and everything. So yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and how are we going to start our reading journeys of 2022? Steph, do you know which book you're going to begin 2022 with I don't I don't and the only reason being is because I just don't I kind of want my mood to guide the way (laughs) 
totally. <laughs> like, it'll be like, what exactly am I going to be in the mood for come, you know, January 1st? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm such a mood reader, too, um, which is, I think, another reason that I was, like, feeling so overwhelmed by having everything in black and white on Goodreads. Um because, like, I, I just might be in a mood. I just, you know, I may not want to read any contemporary. I may not want to totally. read any fantasy. Um, who knows? So it's really just going to be, you know, what I'm in the mood for. I have a feeling that I'm likely going to be kicking off my 2022 reading with probably a reread of Crescent City, but haven't mm-hmm. decided yet. So we'll see. What about you? I love that. Well, I mean, I'm always here to reread Crescent City. Always. Although, can I tell you a secret? A terrible, terrible secret? Uh, My reading copy of Crescent City was in the basement, (laughs) and I don't know where it went. Oh, no. I've been looking for it everywhere. That's my emotional support. Your emotional support. support. My emotional support copy of Crescent City. I don't know where it is, so you can tell exactly how well I'm doing by the fact that my emotional support is gone, vanished. Um, so I will be spending December ripping my house apart looking for that. Um, anyway, nobody cares. Um, but the (laughs) book that I do want to start with in 2022, and I am making a note just because this book has been on, this series really, has been on my list for so long. I actually went out and bought the physical copies of the first two books in the series. The third one released, I want to say a week ago. Um, so there's like no excuse for me to not read it now. I was kind of waiting, um, for the series to wrap up so that I can like binge them. Um, and now I'm just thinking that they might be the perfect reads to usher in the new year, but I am talking about, the first book is Jade City and it's part of the Greenbone Saga by Fonda Lee. Um, and I am so excited to read this book. Um, it basically, it's like crime lord families in this like urban slash epic fantasy setting um and instead of like dealing drugs they deal like magical bits of jade um that can like enhance your like you know uh, human abilities into like superhuman abilities so you get increased Mm -hmm. strength and stamina and that kind of thing but like it doesn't you know just like with drugs it doesn't react well to everyone's system so you sort of have to like cross your fingers as you're um i'm pretty sure the jade gets embedded into their skin so um <laughs> mm-hmm. you basically just have to cross your fingers that it doesn't like fuck you up and give you like a terrible um dun, dun, dun. like adverse reaction um and there's like one family in particular that kind of controls the import and exportation of this um jade so it sounds really good I, it sounds like almost like crescent city meets like six of crows but um i believe it's east asian inspired that kind of sounds right so i am just like i am so hyped my hype has been through the roof (laughs) i keep having friends be like why haven't you read these yet i have one specific friend who we were actually supposed to buddy read it and then that just did not happen but she went ahead and read them in advance and absolutely fell in love with them and so i know that i'm gonna be in the same boat it's just a matter of finding the right time and as much of a mood reader as I am I have a feeling that I'm going to be like I'm always in the mood for like drug running families so I'm excited <laughs> I'm to always start in the mood for drugs drugs <laughs> <laughs> always in the mood for drugs um so yeah I'm gonna start 2022 off with a bang um drop in the comments what your favorite drug is drug of choice mine's jade apparently um <sighs> lord so yeah so speaking of oh my god i keep doing that speaking Speaking of of 2022 even though it's like the whole the topic (laughs) of the whole episode so bear with me everyone um but which books did you not manage to read in 2021 that you want to read in 2022 and i'm mostly talking like arcs here or you know any other series that maybe you were hoping to get you know ahead on that maybe you didn't um i haven't had a chance to read uh, the royals next door by karina halley Mm. Um, it's been like I started it and then I didn't get a chance to finish it uh, so I want to finish that um, that's like the one that stands out the most in my mind um, I do want to get around to reading I, I discovered again new to me author Jesse Mahalik last year or this year I should say for 21 and um, 
so I've been like kind of breezing through her backlist. Right. And so I just got finished reading the, I think it's Consultorium or something like that, um, Chronicles or forgive me all. I should research this so I'm giving you correct information. But um, it, like it's that one. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and it's, you know, again, in space, sci-fi, kick-ass heroines, usually super broody, protective men but like heroines that can take care of themselves so i love that that. um yeah but she has like another um series and i can't remember it off the top of my head but there's another um series that i think that actually released even before that series that's the Mm -hmm. one that a lot of people know her for um so that is 100 percent on my like what i didn't get to in 21 that i am definitely going to get to in 22 because it's a must i have yet to read anything of hers that i don't like so yeah i'm loving that okay well i'm gonna say it now oh wait sorry were you Mm -hmm. done i didn't want to cut you off no i said what about you oh okay i was like (laughs) sniffling at the same time and it's just really loud in my brain right now apparently with like oh lord okay um no so i don't remember the name but it's the one, it's it's the reverse harem monster fucking one that you want me to read. A Lady of Rook's Grave Banner. And a it's Lady not a monster fucking book. It is literally like a paranormal. Like, it's just a paranormal. I think the, the Invisible it, Man stuff. That's technically not a monster. That is a, he's still like a human so... being. That's just one of his powers. Like, what's different than, what's what is the difference between an invisible man and he's not invisible the whole time that's just his that's his not i was gonna say his shtick but that's his like (laughs) ability if you will that he can become invisible but like what's the difference between that and like a shifter who can shift at will like there's really no difference i mean other than it's an animal (laughs) yeah but one is an animal you want to do you want to do you want to bang him in his animal form? Like, no, no, no shade, I guess. But that's like, exactly I... what I'm saying I don't want to have happen. Well, no, I'm going to read this book for you. The Lady of so Rook's no, Grave the... Manor. <laughs> so that's what I mean. I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like you are psyching yourself up for the wrong thing because, it, like, Invisible Man is, like, the least of your concerns. Like, duh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Ever since you've told me about this book, the only thing that I can think of is that he this was you were like an actual adult at this point so i don't i wouldn't judge you if you don't know this movie but are you familiar with monsters versus aliens no it's like an animated like dream i mean i'm familiar with it i'm familiar with it but i just i've not seen it so all i can think about is like basically a like a monster that's like a pile of goop a swamp monster a cricket man like i'm thinking of like the like the weirdest strangest monsters ever that's unfortunate for you and that's like what i'm thinking this book is gonna be that is unfortunate (laughs) nervous about maybe this is where like you know your your trauma comes in because that it is trauma my brain just doesn't even go there because unless you were like sexually attractive or not there was like a sexual like undertone to that movie i'm confused there definitely was not it's the standard for you (laughs) absolutely not i hate you i was like seven when i watched that movie too oh yeah that even worse yeah no (laughs) what's going on here help um (laughs) i'm just gross okay all right well anyway so that one's on there. Um, <laughs> the Guild Hunter series is also on there. I technically wanted to start the fourth book. I rented it via audio, and then I let the um, <laughs> I let my loan like expire, so it got taken back by the library. Uh, but it's Dimitri's book that I'm starting on, and I don't really care for him, so. <laughs> i'm not super hyped i, I will say that you. his story his, that the story though is um really is like um you get a lot of backstory in that but you also see his relationship with Raphael in it so like kind of their history like their platonic history which honestly i really did like i mean but it's also interlaced with trauma as with Great. like in comparison to like the black dagger brotherhood books which you've read it's kind of like z's book and not not in the same vein of trauma just like where you're just going to have to confront 
this the <laughs> agony like the trauma right. yes of their past to understand why they are the way that they are um and it's a lot it's heavy great it's not the worst it. of it but it's not the worst trauma that you'll get in that series but it's 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 in there it's up there oh so, so i'm so excited it's such a weird thing <laughs> i haven't read it before um so yeah, I'm I'm planning on getting through those. Um, I would love to be like caught up by the time the next one releases, which I think I can do. That's like slightly more than one book per month at this point. Actually, it might be one book per month at this point. Whatever. I'm planning on getting through the Guilt Hunter series because again, this was one that I've... So actually the same person who recommended the Black Dagger Brotherhood to me back in 2016 or 2017... Um, recommended the Guild Hunter series at the same time. So I've been like, it's been in, you know, the, the back of my mind since, you know, 2016, 2017. So there's really no excuse at this point. But, well, I guess the excuse is that I didn't want to. So that's my excuse. And I think it's pretty valid. <laughs> um, moving on, I really want to read The Heart Principle um, by Helen Huang. I'm very excited for it. I've just also heard that this one's intense emotionally, and I'm not sure that I. I mean, I know I'm ready for it, but I'm just like She's I need to be a lot in a place of feels where I'm ready in 22. Yeah, oh I know gosh. it's gonna be 2022 <laughs> year of emotions, uh, which is good. Maybe my cold dead heart will finally feel something. We'll see. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. Um, and then last but certainly not least, I want to be caught up on Lisa Claypass's uh, books, at least like the Ravenels, you know, series and kind of the Hathaways and like all of all of those characters in that particular world that she's writing. Um, I need to start mm-hmm. Mine Till Midnight. That's that's where I'm at. And then we'll jump into the rest and it's going to be good. I have high hopes for you in 22. Me too. Me, me too. Um, so fingers it. crossed, everyone. Keep you all updated. Um, but oh, also, oh my, oh wait, no, never mind. <laughs> That's the wrong question. I was about to say, um, I really want to read, um, Glow, which is the book five in the Prison Healer series, but that is not a book that I had available to me in 2021. So, exactly. We'll move I was that about to... to punch you through the phone. Yeah, like, you what? were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> um, so actually, there we go. So, our next question is, which 2022 releases are you most excited for? Go ahead, Steph, take it away. <laughs> house of sky and breath uh which i think goes without saying but i'm we're very excited for it just because we need penetration um first and foremost plus yes as i'm sure ava will uh co-sign we want more therian content oh, fuck yeah we do more. that's yes. what we're here for so yeah uh we want all that so uh, that i think is at the forefront because it's the first highly anticipated release that's coming. Um, the war of two Queens I'm excited for that comes out like the following month, which is awesome. Um, and then of course glow, but, um, I know that Ava's going to have a bunch to share, but, or at least one to share or break the rules like I did. So I have many to share, so it's all good. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, those are on the forefront of my mind. Um, I also am really excited about Allie Hazelwood's like collection of novellas mm-hmm. that she's releasing too, because they're tropalicious and they're all tropes that I thoroughly enjoy reading. So I'm sure they're going to be entertaining as hell, um, as per usual. So I'm 100% on board with that. I'm very excited for those. What about you? So, I mean, obviously, Hosab goes without saying. I am so here for more Ethereum content. Like, it's not even funny. Um, I'm also really excited for the next Flesh and Fire book. I'm really hoping that that will come out in 2022. I think that JLA projected fall of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, like, late 2022. Um, so, I'm I'm super hyped for that one. I really can't wait. Uh, I just need more daddy daddy nictos in my life and i'm calling him nictos and i know that we know that that's not how it's pronounced but i don't care i i don't i don't (laughs) think that jla is correct when she said that that was the pronunciation um so he's nictos to me um i'm also really excited for discord of gods the discord of the gods there are some thes sandwiched in there somewhere um but that is the 
final book in the Chorus of Dragons, aka the Ruin of Kings series that I just never shut the fuck up about, so I gotta highlight that one. I'm super nervous it has a skull on the cover. All of the other covers have had some kind of like monster on them, but this one's just like a skull. Like I think she's telling us without telling us that everyone's gonna die. I'm like uh -oh. convinced that that's in the pipeline. It's one of those books where honestly, like literally everybody dying would almost like make sense, which is really frustrating. Um, but I could like genuinely see that being <laughs> the way that that goes out. So I'm really nervous. Um, and then I'm super, super, super excited for Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey, which is the second mm, in the Bellinger mm -hmm. Sister series. Um, this is gonna tell Fox's story, and then I don't remember the chick. What's her name? Hannah. I think it's Hannah. I'm I think pretty sure. Yeah, it's I Fox think it's right. Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, what's her name? Philippa. Um, it's not Philippa. Don't quote me. Um, don't send this to Tessa Bailey, please. Um, because despite the fact that I don't know the heroine's name, I'm actually really excited for it. Um, the first book was It Happened One Summer, One Summer, and it was so good, and I really loved it. So I'm super excited to continue with that series. And I guess it's only going to be a duology, which is kind of disappointing. But at least oh, Tessa really? Bailey, yeah, at least Tessa oh, Bailey has written, you know, so many things. So like I can finish that and then turn around and plow through her backlist. So that's. <laughs> Plow. Plow through Sorry. her backlist really sounded the way that it did, didn't it? <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> Steph, are there any debut books that you're really excited for in 2022? Um, ooh. Uh, there are, like, there are a couple, but, like, a few of them kind of are scattered like one towards the end of this year is the love con mm. shit i can't fucking remember the author's name i should have written this down like ava is more prepared where she actually give herself notes and i don't <laughs> like i'm just like oh okay i'll think of these answers um but yeah no the, the love con uh it actually comes out in december and it is a debut um black author with plenty of diverse representation in the books which is amazing but it's basically a meet cute that happens at a comic con and between two cosplayers and you really just can't fucking go wrong and the um cover has um this plus size black girl and this oh, other yes. guy that's like like illustration but but he's he kind of looks like he's cosplaying thor and I genuinely hope that that's what is happening. Um, so that I think was like, that was one of the debuts that I had like in like my reading journal, like circled a bajillion times. It's like, you need to get to this. You need to read this. So that is, and honestly, there've been a lot of really good debuts recently um, that like, obviously the love hypothesis was a debut and that was really, really great. Um, but that one is definitely something. And I'm sure that I can think of more as Ava talks. I'm going to look up this author's <laughs> name so I give the correct information. So, so you go you go ahead. <laughs> I won't lie. 2022 for me, at least like looking ahead, has kind of been a year of like anticipating books that come from authors that I are already beloved to me. Um, but the one that sticks out to me is Daughter of the Moon Goddess, which is... As you can tell, it's, I want to, I believe it's a Chinese inspire. it's inspired by the Chinese moon goddess myth. And there's a specific mythos that, you know, in, in circus, in, in circles, I was trying to say encapsulates and in circles <laughs> at the same time. So in circulates, there we go. Um, her, you know, her story and everything. So, and I've just like, I've been seeing the cover everywhere. Um, the same friend who gave me shit for not having read the Jade City series earlier, um, she read it and really loved it. And I, I hold her opinion in very high standard. So I'm super excited to read it. Um, I should actually, I should get on pre-ordering that now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Pre-orders are good for debuts. So yeah, that's a, that's a pro tip. If you really want to make a debut author or any author, but especially a debut author smile, you should pre-order their book. Um, 
so yeah, I'm really excited for that one. It comes from Harper Voyager, which is one of my favorite publishing imprints to follow. Um, they publish, oh gosh, what's her face? Um, the author of the Poppy War series, whose name I'm blanking on at the moment. They also publish um, uh, the, the Devabad trilogy, which is one of my favorites. So kind of these like epic, sweeping, very lyrical fantasies that I'm super excited to follow. So I can't wait to get my hands on Daughter of the Moon Goddess. I think it's going to be a good January read. It just has like good New Year vibes, if that makes sense. Mm. So I'm, I'm really hyped for that one. Um, so speaking, uh, or every single fucking time, that's not even what the script says. Lord almighty. All right, <laughs> let's try that again. Other than the standard Sarah J. Mass and Jennifer Armentrout, because again, it, it's not to say that we don't love these authors. It's just that we know that you know that we love these authors. And so we don't necessarily feel like we have to repeat their names. Like I think that everyone who listens to this podcast knows that Hosab and War of Two Queens are coming out, you know, in winter of 2022. So I feel like we don't need to keep repeating ourselves. Um, but other than them, are there any auto buy authors who are releasing books next year for you, Steph? Uh, Daphne Perry has, she's continuing her um, Eden's series. Mm. Uh, so in the first book which was indigo ridge which i mentioned in a previous episode um it's it's following like a family of siblings so each mm -hmm. book is a different siblings book so uh juniper hill is the next book in that series and that comes out i believe in january um mid to late january so that's 100 percent on my um immediate tbr um like drop everything the day it comes out let's mm -hmm. read it um so that is a definite um jesse maholic who i've already mentioned has hunt the stars which i couldn't shut up about um that actually releases in february but the like it's going to be a series of interconnected standalones so the second book of that series comes out i think in summer um and the third book of the Dark Olympus series comes out. Oh, fuck and, yeah. Um, I believe that's Apollo's book, but I can't. I think I can't it's Achilles. Is it Achilles? I'm Is pretty sure it's one? Achilles. I think it's Achilles, Helen, and I think it might actually be an OT3 situation. Oh, no, it is an OT3, 100%. Um, but... Because I know that Achilles' story is definitely a, um, a a poly book, um, but I just couldn't remember which order. Just because I follow Katie um, Robert and she's always posting about like what she's writing or just finished writing, and I know that either she's currently writing Apollo's book, maybe that's mm -hmm. what it is. Um, but anyway, obviously continuing that series, I'm really excited. Um, and yeah, Katie Robert, as I've mentioned already, is an auto by author, like oh, not good. even. It is it's Helen Achilles yeah. and Patrick. Yeah. And then um Korean Yeah, um the Karina Halley who I mentioned also before, she's releasing a book called Hollywood Witch. And so, yeah, you pretty much can secure the bag, I guess, when it comes to me if you have witch in your title or if it's a <laughs> book about witches, um 100% Stephanie's going to read it. So, especially with a romantic element. So that is, that's for me. What about you? So Sylvia Moreno-Garcia is releasing The Daughter of Dr. Moreau um, next year. And I obviously love her. This one is definitely going to have, from the, just based off of the description, it's going to have romance in it, which I'm pretty sure that everything that I've read from her has had romance in it. It's not like, but I wouldn't say that they're romance novels. So the romance does not always end well. So let me put that asterisk in there. It's not always an HEA. Um, but that being said, I'm excited for, you know, some form of romance in The Daughter of Dr. Moreau. Um, apparently, Dr. Moreau is like a classic book of some sort, but I've never even heard of it. So we're just going to go into that completely blind. Um... And then also, gosh, who else? Um, Alexis Hall is reaching or is releasing Husband Material, which is the sequel to Boyfriend Material, 
which I loved so much. Fans of red, white, and royal blue and just rom-coms in general need to get their hands on boyfriend material. It's so fucking funny um, and perfect and just... Oh my god, iconic. Everything about that book is so funny. And if you can get it on audio, even better because the narrator is male, but he does a phenomenal job of playing and portraying an old French woman. It's so funny. You just, you all have to read oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, or listen to it. I mean, that would be my preferred. I like cleaned and gutted my entire room in one day and I did it all listening to that audiobook. It was so fucking funny. Um, and then another one that I want to highlight is Bridget Kemmerer, who is releasing Forging Silver into Stars, which is a follow-up slash companion series, sequel series, I guess, to the Curse Breakers trilogy. So if you're a fan, you need to get on it. It's so good. And then she'll also be releasing um, the sequel to Defy the Night, which the cover or the title has not been announced yet. So I'm really doing my best to not say what it is right now. Um, and I almost did, but it's fine. We didn't. It's all good. <laughs> we have a PR nightmare on our hands, all because I couldn't keep my sick mouth shut. Um, so yeah, I would say Defy the Night, the sequel is super exciting. That's definitely up my alley. And then also, this one's kind of random, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Lore Olympus Volume 2 will be coming out. And I'm obsessed with Lore Olympus. If you want a good, incredible graphic novel that is a Hades and Persephone retelling, you need to get your hands on this book. It's not even a retelling because it's like actually Hades and Persephone. Um, but it's like, it's like the, the G Greek pantheon meets Gossip Girl. But it's so good. Please, everyone pick up Lore Olympus. I'm obsessed with it. Um, so yeah. Oh, but there are also trigger warnings for um, sexual assault. So please keep those in mind when you're reading. Um, nothing's necessarily terribly visual, but it, it can get pretty deep. So just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> um, all right, Stephanie, this question mm -hmm. is for you. By me, for you. <laughs> so Marvel is releasing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, What If Season 2, and a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in 2022. Which one are you most excited for, Steph? Moon Knight. Okay, same. That's what I was going to say, you bitch. Oh my god. Yeah, I well, like... I mean, I mean, ma'am, I... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's Oscar care. Isaac, uh, okay? So I should have yeah. known that we'd be grappling over that one. Yeah, that's... I mean, it also doesn't help that they've only just recently like released a teaser which then like makes you salivate oh my god they did for it. oh see so therefore i'm Hashtag the only one that gets fail. the right to mention it <laughs> i am the only one that get yes ava not only did they really oh my god it's been like over a month <laughs> oh shit really 100 oh yes. percent like so and matter of fact matter of fact even worse is by the time that this episode airs it would have been almost two months that the oh. teaser came out Oh well, my god, Ava. Okay. Oh my okay. god. Oh, it's a full blown fucking trailer. I can't even. Oh my deal god, it's a you. whole trailer. It's not even a like whole a... trailer, dude. Like, oh my wow. god. Anyways. Wow. Okay, so okay. that's embarrassing. So therefore, I'm the only one that has has the right to use this as yeah. an answer. <laughs> no, I'm actually gonna have to concede to you on that one. That's correct. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know, just because I jotted this down in my notes and so therefore I wanna say it. Um, Moon Knight is pitched as Indiana Jones with a focus on mental health, and the Moon Knight in question here is an Egyptian god, and also it's Oscar Isaac. So, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, mm -hmm. meh, like, I don't really like Marvel, you know, that's totally fine. Thank you for putting up with us, but also, who cares that it's Marvel? Just get on the fact that it's just hop on Oscar Isaac, okay? <laughs> that's, I mean, literally yeah. hop on. Yeah, like, no, that's what I'm saying, Steph. I'm making no that path. other option. <laughs> No other option than to Obviously, hop directly I'm going upon. I, um, yeah, no, it's really, really good. Um, and you can get that whole vibe from the trailer that Ava hasn't watched yet. Um, <laughs> especially the mental health 
situation because he has dissociative um, personality disorder. So he, uh, like a lot of the time that things are happening, that the superhero-y things, air quotes superhero-y, because uh, he's kind of an anti-hero. But like, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> all of the things that occur, he's not like... He's disassociating, so he doesn't right. even realize. Like he c- kind of comes to you, and he's like, "What? What happened?" Um, so it's de- it's it's really good. It's really good. I mean, other than the fact that like I, I genuinely have a hard time like finding s- super critical things about Marvel like that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, it, it's fine because I'm a fan girl. Like, I will like intentionally look away from the things that I think are terrible. <laughs> right. Just so that you will never catch me ever saying saying that it's terrible. Um but yeah, no Moon Knight I'm very excited for. 100%. Like give that to me right right meow. Like why did we need Hawkeye? Like fuck Hawkeye. Oh like, yeah, can no, I fuck just get Hawkeye for real. <sighs> yeah. Cuz I will say like on um TikTok especially if anybody follows me on Instagram, like I am consistently posting like you know, just some of the TikToks that come across my For You page that I, like, find entertaining. And a lot of the times, I'm on Marvel TikTok especially. So I'm getting, like, all the fan edits, like, the thirst mm. trap edits and stuff, right? And every now and again, like, Hawkeye ones pop up. And I was – and I just, like, immediately scroll past it, like, the audacity. You're not going to get me. Like, no thirst trap in Clint. Ew. Really? Get out of here. Like, no, that's, that's never happening. Crow. Yeah, like, I know. Mm-hmm. Never fucking happening you want to give me Haley Seinfeld that's fine but like I but don't I don't care about Clint and I never will nothing you could say or do will make me care so yeah that's sorry the tea. I apologize to anybody listening that's like Hawkeye is my favorite that's fine <laughs> you are entitled to feeling your feelings but we're just never going to give Hawkeye more than five seconds of our time so anyway sorry I'm just gonna turn into a Marvel tangent episode mm-hmm. so um are there any other like films that you're excited for that are dropping in 2022? Uh, you're like no. Not really. Um because of course like all the ones are like associated with Marvel. Got it. <laughs> I was like Morbius? Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I was going to count Morbius because um I know that it's technic like it's, it's like, technically straddling, Sony, like but like yeah. Uh, but it's still within, I mean, like, it's in collaboration with Marvel. Um, yeah. So, um, I will say that for the first time since Christian Bale played Batman, I've actually been interested in, like, going to see a Batman movie because I'm mm-hmm. very intrigued by, what's his face? Um, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Um, I'm just very, I'm, I'm just genuinely, it's, like, kind of, like, the morbid fa- fascination, but also like I'm very um, curious to see how Zoe Kravitz portrays Catwoman. So I'm right, like I'm torn on this. Like, do I want to go see it? I don't know yet. Um, but it would likely be like there. There are no movies that I would want to buy tickets to go to the theater to see, other than of course Marvel. Aside from that, I will wait until it's available on HBO Max or any other streaming service because yeah well i'm gonna save all my energy and social like battery for just marvel that's it okay well speaking i mean kind of but like not really of um (laughs) movies that you would not go see but (laughs) that i want to go see i'm trying so hard to talk (laughs) around my voice guys i apologize it's really it's a rough it's brutal out here um (laughs) But I really want to go see, and this sounds stupid because it really is stupid. And on the one hand, I'm like not excited for this film at all, but I'm really <laughs> ready to go see it and just like get it over with. Mm-hmm. But the final Jurassic World movie, <sighs> listen, when it when when the That's first so sad because like I hate Chris it, Pratt so fucking much that like and right. I love the Jurassic Park. Like, yeah, I just love Jurassic Park so. No, I love Jurassic Park, and I actually think that obviously, obviously, Jurassic World 2015 was no Jurassic Park. But, like, we all knew that coming in. I mean, you can't touch Jurassic Park. It's too iconic. Right, right. Um, but I th- I still thought it was good. It was definitely fun. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It That's was super fun. It was entertainment. The, That's it. And then the second one was just, like, 
really bad. Like it was so bad that it almost wasn't even entertaining. I and mean, then, it was it was hilarious bad. It was hilarious. It was definitely hilarious bad. I will say. Um, but so I'm like nervous for the third one, and at this point, I'm just kind of like I'm like I'm in the same boat with you. I'm pretty over Chris Pratt. I don't really need to see him again. Um, but and I'm I'm almost kind of over the series. Like I gotta I, I won't lie the the third one is not going to be any better and so I'm not really looking forward to it but I am ready to kind of know how they wrap everything up if that makes sense mm-hmm mm-hmm okay so and as on long that as note, um as long as uh oh my god oh, why do my, I always gold blank complete yes Goldblum. every time that we I like talk I blink out like I'm like oh yeah I really fucking love this thing but I can't name it to mm-hmm. save my life like don't ask me questions just trust me yes jeff goldblum how the fuck would i forget jeff goldblum's name um maybe i just need a nap um but yes if he's in it i will just i will tough it out and that's gonna be that yeah well he is in it it's confirmed like in it for an extended period of time not like how he was in it in the last one where he was like just in like a court hearing no i think they're bringing the whole cast back like i think he's in it yeah okay well then that's acceptable yeah um okay so speaking of people who are in things that we love oh that sounded so dirty (laughs) fuck me life um have you seen the new venom yet no God damn it, Steph. Okay, so it is when the public, when our public listeners are listening to this, it is the last day of the year, which means that it's possible that on the last day of the year, Stephanie has still not watched the no, new it's Venom. Probably going to be very likely. And the only reason being is that I will tell you this exactly like, with all certainty. When I was up at whatever time in the morning to get my Spider Man No Way Home tickets, I, when I finally successfully got it 15 minutes later, um, I immediately, like, because, just to give everybody backstory, like, there were so many issues, which we all expected with people buying tickets online. Everybody was on, on fucking all those sites trying to get tickets. Um, I accidentally bought two tickets and, but like, I bought two tickets as in one to the wrong theater. Um, and so the only way that I could get my money back like through this site was to get it in credits. So I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like whatever. I'll just, I, I'll obviously go to the movies again in future. Like that's not a big deal, but I was like, let me use these credits to go see Venom. So like I genuinely was going to go see Venom. Um, and then Good. there was only the only available showtime for Venom is at like late at night. There are no like <sighs> matinees. There are no like, even early evening showings like they're at like I'm not even kidding at like 9:50 and like 11:15 p.m. at night on a weeknight and like if anybody follows me you know that I don't like I'm not like Ava I don't need to be in bed at like eight o'clock at night but like okay I went to see the midnight <laughs> premiere of Venom so no me. that's a completely different series a completely different thing though like when you're gonna go to the premiere you stay up and go and see you go to see it um but i just mean like right now six months after it released and i'm exaggerating like i'm not gonna go to an 11 15 movie for uh an older are you sure it wasn't 11 15 a.m oh no i can (laughs) promise you because when i first did the search you can do because i buy my tickets if anybody else does through adam tickets and um so i already have like my settings like preset to look for like the the old people showing at like 10 a.m <laughs> like that's when i want to go when nobody else is there i don't have to worry about parking other people are at work i can just go about my business <laughs> i want to go see these movies early i don't want to go see these movies late at night anymore um unless i absolutely have to anyway yeah no they were late and so i was like man this must mean that like since there's only literally like one showing a day then that must mean that it's like leaving the theater so i so it actually is. It will be available for streaming on December 14th. Oh, well, then by the time this release, then I will have watched it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We should do a buddy watch. What are those? Like, yeah, Netflix I'm going to watch parties? it again. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. Like, I just but I've just been waiting for it to be available because because, like I said, the, 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 the showings were so late. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that because I'm even going to go see Spider-Man No Way Home at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Hmm. 
the nice. day it comes out. Well, the the day before technically, so it's an early premiere of it. Would you like to hear a tragic story? Absolutely. About that. I, so I will be in Florida. Spider-Man No Way Home? About Spider- Yeah. I will be oh, in no. Florida when it premieres. And I Googled. I was like, is there a theater near the hotel? And the nearest one is like 45 miles away. What? And I just Where the fuck be- are you going? Are you going to be like in the middle of the ocean? In Florida? In the middle of the ocean. It's like- 45 it's like minutes be- away? Yeah, it's in this, like, mm. rando little spot in, like, North Florida, too. I don't really know exactly where it is. It looks very, very pretty, so I'm excited, but I don't even know where it is. Listen, I just show up to these things, okay? <laughs> I don't know what, what goes on with the planning. But I looked anyway. for theaters. There weren't, there were not any, any nearby, so I'm very sad about that, which means that I have to wait until we get back to Colorado on the 18th before I can go see it. So how sad is that? Yeah, that is sad. I will yeah. try not to spoil anything. You're, for yeah, you. you're really gonna have to like keep your mouth shut for two days. I mean, I'm gonna really have to keep my mouth shut, like legitimately, just because, like, the the like I'm going to go see it in the middle of the day, and all of my friends yeah. who are actually gonna go see early premieres of it aren't seeing it until like that night or the next yeah. day. So I'm gonna really have to be careful, and hopefully, it's not gonna be like the Eternals where they spoiled the end credit scene, um, mm. and by they it was a fucking journalist, right? So it was, like, not even, like, oh, people went to go see the premiere and then they spoiled it. No, it was a fucking journalist who literally went to a screening two weeks before it was even going to be available for early screening for people. <laughs> like, wow. What the fuck? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. So I'm just hoping that that doesn't happen for Spider-Man just because there's already enough speculation that I'm going to be, like, emotionally distraught about that <laughs> I don't. Anyways. <laughs> We'll just see if I'm going to, like, how many meds I'm going to need to be on afterwards. Yeah, That'll no, I'm sure indicator. this is going to be traumatic. It's great. It's good. It's all fine. Bring on the trauma. Let's go. Okay, but let's switch gears. Let's take a step away from the trauma. How about that? For just a minute. Are we, for 2022, manifesting any tropes for ourselves? These don't have to be romantic tropes, but I mean, they can be if we want that. We'll see. I'm not really sure how cuddly I'm feeling ever, but, you know... <laughs> Um, I would like to be the rich auntie trope. Um, <laughs> that is the only trope tropage <laughs> that I manifest for myself. Uh, manifest being left alone. I literally want to be like the grumpy and no sunshine. Like just <laughs> grumpy and no sunshine. <laughs> yeah, just the grump in the overcast. Like just we don't. I don't need nothing. Um, I literally just want to like be left alone with me and my dog. I mean, my dog and I basically want to be left alone half of the time. We don't want to be in each other's business <laughs> even. Though I'm sure you can hear him whining in the background. Um, I actually but, can't. Oh, that's, that's shocking because he is... I can hear him through my noise-canceling headphones. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I genuinely just also want the trope of like where you're fully content and have like you're just not... Like, I love the people that are just like, you wake up one day and you decide that you, that you want to take a trip the next. Like, you never hear them t- talking about how they can't afford the plane tickets to go. But right. they just like, oh, yeah, like, let's go take this trip over here to uh, Dubai. Like, let's just go on a win. Like, right. OK, I'd love that. That'd be great. But anyways, as far as like, ro- like you said, like, even though it doesn't have to be romantic tropes, but like, I don't particularly. I'm perfectly content not being bothered romantically. Yeah. If that makes sense. So. What about you? Well, so the reason that this question came about was because, okay, do you ever, and this is like so random, but do you ever just like, I mean, I know that we're, we're both busy. I know that you're busy, but like, do you ever, if you have a moment of downtime where you don't have any like task or anything, does your mind ever just wander to like what your life would be like if it was a movie? Um... Do you ever have those just, like, momentary, like, stupid montages in your own head that you just, like, make up and you're like, hmm, yeah, that would never happen? <laughs> I think I I think I might have, like, when I was younger, but definitely not as, like, an old spinster, no. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't. And, and it's only because, like, 
I mean, if if I were, it would literally be like me, my life in a Marvel movie, or like my <laughs> life in the Lord of the Rings. Like, I, I, like, no, I, I want to hear like, it. it. Like it literally, but I mean, just in the sense of like, I would totally like if I were in a Marvel movie, like I would want to work for like the Stark Industries. Like, oh fuck, yeah. I would want to, yeah, like right, be made in the shade. I would want to be Happy's assistant. Like I. Like, that would be what I would want out of my life. But as far oh God, as, you like... you crush it as Happy's assistant. Oh, yeah. And I would... But I would literally, like, just insert myself into all of the Avengers business all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to be the spokesperson, PR front person for the Avengers. Like... Perfect. Just let me spin, <laughs> like, all the destruction that you guys are doing. Let me spin that for the public. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you're no, like that I mean, coffee shop was ugly anyway. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I am literally like when I go places, I am so happily content um, to go and put <laughs> Ernie, you're such an asshole <laughs> to put my <laughs> headphones in and kind of have like my own um, main character moment where like I just it's just me and me and me and mm-hmm. fuck everybody else that's in the store right now in home goods. <laughs> But anyways, that is, I think, what, like, that's as far as, like, my brain explores. But I would love to hear about what what goes on your, goes through your mind. <laughs> like, my shower thoughts, literally. Yeah, your shower like thoughts, yeah. They're not, Ava like, likes to take long showers, by the way, for people who are listening. Like, I this do. has been a matter of contention for the Fantastic team for quite some time. <laughs> like, you just, don't like to take long showers? No, I, no, I don't. I don't I like I, I just like that. to go in and get, like get in and get out and like you're having like full on like mind therapy and showers oh, I literally, and that's like, fine. Like I like therapize <laughs> myself in the shower. No, I know. Like, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I just I can't do it. Like I just want to get out. Like just, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> no, that's get a, clean that's... and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I so I'm so excited. Um, y'all don't know this, but I'm sure that I'll probably not shut up about it soon. But I. I applied for an apartment. I got, I found out today that I got the apartment. So woo, I'm moving. Yay. Everything's exciting. But I found out that it has, I, I mean, I didn't find out, but I got an apartment that has a shower and then a separate tub. And the tub is beautiful. And on the one hand, I'm really sad because my current shower setup, it's like, it's one of those where it's a tub and a shower. Um, and sometimes I'll literally just take a shower. I'll finish with my shower and then I'll just sit down and do a tub all in one. Like I can be no. there for two and a half hours. No, Ava. No, yes, Ava. Ava. Yes, Ava. Oh my God. Here we go. R.I.P. all over again. Bills, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. But no, what <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the reason why this question came about is because I constantly have shower thoughts and like internal montages, usually of me as like a CEO of something, even though I would literally <clears throat> die if I had to be in charge of like, a corporation um like that would actually kill me um but it's usually stuff like that but I was thinking I was like if I could have a trope and that was like my romance trope like if my life was a hallmark movie like what would I pick and I was thinking about it because as much as I love to read enemies to lovers I think that would be so fucking exhausting like I'm all the people that I'm enemies with like I am enemies with them I want them to like <laughs> I am enemies. burn we hate like, each we other. we do not there's just like no hope like I think about like my nemesis like whoever drives that fucking Subaru I do not want to see them in an intimate context ever I just want to deck them <laughs> like I want to fight them in a parking lot I don't want to like, no, I hope there's no hope for reconciliation. It's absolutely not happening. So I don't think that, I don't think that enemies to lovers is, is for me, but I would totally take like a mute cute in a coffee shop or a museum. One of those like low key tropes where it's like we spill coffee on each other or something. As long as I'm not wearing one of my favorite pieces, then it's okay. Mm. I'd be okay with that. And as I long feel as like I would like be an- far too annoyed, like, if that were to happen in real life, to even, like, take a second to have a meet you, you know? But, like, okay, if this person was, like, like a Tom Hiddleston, then would no. it be different? No. No, wow. because to be perfectly to be perfectly honest with you, like, while, like, no, no offense, like, I do think that Tom Hiddleston is very attractive, but in all honesty, Tom Hiddleston is attractive to me because I get, I've 
gotten a chance to look at him so much. I think if I were literally <laughs> just running into him for the very first time and I've never seen him before, never met him before, it wouldn't be like, ooh, like, oh my God. Like, and again, I don't rely heavily, like, don't like get it twisted like that I'm like superficial or anything like that because I definitely am not. Oh, um, I'm actually very <laughs> like, I'm 100% very attracted to hands. Um, oh, yeah. I guess because I like people choking me. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. But, like, <laughs> I'll talk to my therapist about it. We'll find out. Um, but, like, but like hands are what, like, I noticed first. Hands. And also, like, are are your hands clean? Like, are your nails, like, under your nails, like, are they dirty? Like, a lot of concerns. Um, so I don't even notice face. And to be honest, like, a, lo- a lot of my exes were not even, like, visually no shade, even though they're my exes. But, like... <laughs> They're not like one of those like frog said gorgeous like, <laughs> like oh. not, I mean I'm just, all I'm saying is like all of that to say is that I genuinely like I think that my meat cute would have to be something that isn't as like annoying to you no no not even necessarily annoying, but I just mean like something that isn't like quick like that where you're like oh mm, okay. You know, so, like, maybe, like, it's somebody that I've noticed at the coffee house before or something or, like, that I've noticed or, like, we've both frequent the same place and I've noticed you before. I've mm-hmm. seen you before, so I know who you are. And the first time that we actually interact, that happens and that's a completely different thing. But I think that if it was just, like, literally, like, I'm bumping into you in the middle of, like, a public public place or whatever, I would be more annoyed that you, like, bumped into me than me looking at your face being like, ooh, hello. Right. <laughs> so... That's all I mean. <laughs> well, I love That's it. it. <laughs> um, and now I want like an episode dedicated to Steph's exes. <laughs> I don't know about anyone listening. I like want the tea so badly. Yeah, yeah, like, right? And we'll just have like a slideshow of like, this well, is yes. this ex. This is what I noticed most about him first. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah, darn. So I'm, I need that. Um, okay. All right. I appreciate that, though. It's a good answer. Um, And let's wrap this episode up. Oh, my God. We're literally wrapping up 2021, y'all. Oh, this is so weird. But, like, so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, fireworks. I'm, like, trying to make the woo noise, and it sounds so pathetic. Um, Anyway, how do we typically celebrate the new year? So, as I've mentioned before, um, and as many of y'all know, I am Brazilian. My mother's Brazilian. Um, I guess I'm also Brazilian. I have citizenship in Brazil. So let me let me start there. Yeah. um, But we as Brazilians go hard um, for New Year's um, and New Year's Eve is a huge thing, Um, depending on where you're where you're from in Brazil. And honestly, I feel like this is also this kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of Spanish speaking Latin communities. you you the party starts early and it goes throughout the night and like Mm -hmm. you keep it keep it going past like one two o'clock in the morning um but it's it's kind of like we kind of have this tradition where you have to like clean your house and clean your body and clean all this stuff so that you're not Mm. taking the previous year's like trash (laughs) into the new year right so that you're literally starting with like a clean slate so clean house clean body clean mind like all that stuff so you just kind of like leave all that behind um and then usually you have like a huge feast and party um and so you're just eating you're pretty much eating and partying all freaking night and of course i know that like with everybody else like the whole point of new year's eve is like to stay up until at least midnight and you Mm -hmm. know whether or not you choose to go to bed after Ava. Um, is, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you kidding uh, me? I sometimes go to bed at like 9 p.m. even on New Year's. I'm pretty sure that last year I definitely went to bed before midnight. And I like, and I tend to, I mean, again, as I'm just telling you guys about the traditions, like I'm pretty good about hanging on New Year's Eve, even if it's not like a party party. Um, but yeah, I mean, last year alone, it was just like such a weird year. Um, totally. But but yeah but that's that's the main tradition for new year's for me um and family and especially like when we're here in the u.s and our family in brazil because usually mm-hmm. in december we're on a different time zone than our brazil family brazil like family in brazil so mm-hmm. we're usually like celebrating with them like through video chatting apps and stuff like skype or like whatever so they're already celebrating the new year before we are 
Um, so then we're just kind of doing that. But also my maternal grandmother, um, so my Brazilian grandmother, her birthday is actually on New Year's. So it's another reason that like New Year's Day kind of has like a special significance. And ironically enough, my paternal grandmother, her birthday was on Christmas. So both of my grandparents, both of my grandmothers had holiday birthdays, which was really cool. So when she would be in the U.S. with us, whenever we would go visit my dad's side of the family on Christmas day, we would be celebrating his mother, but then we would have like kind of like a little joint holiday birthday party for my, my mother's mom. Um, and yeah, so it was really cool. So it was always like a joyous. Mm. So like, there was always like a very, you know, with as much as a Grinch as I am, like there was always (laughs) like a very joyous atmosphere within both of my families between Christmas day and new year's day every year, which was pretty awesome. So Um, But what about you and yours? Um, So I mentioned this in our Patreon exclusive holidays episode. Um, So sorry for the the repeat. Um, But there's a hotel in Colorado Springs that my family and our some of our extended family frequent um, during the New Year's. And we've been going there since we were like eight years old. So, you know, we used to, you know, spend the New Year, like New Year's Eve running around the hallways, like making a lot of ruckus. And honestly, nothing's changed. We kind of still do that. Uh, We like go from room to room. There's like different banquets, so different types of food that we set up in everyone's room. We go to um, Whole Foods because, you know, Colorado, what else would we do? (laughs) Um, before we get to the hotel and we just buy what we call like a picnic, but it's like so much food. It could feed an army and set it up in everyone's room. Um, a lot of times, like ever since, you know, we each, so I, I'm the oldest of the cousins. So I got my driver's license first. And ever since then, I'm the one who like, if we want to go out and like, it's, I mean, we have younger cousins with us too. So it's an age range of at this point, you know, 21 to gosh, what, 15, 16, um, but when I, when we were all younger, it used to be like 16 to, you know, 11 or whatever. So we'd go and like go see movies and that kind of thing. We went and saw Aquaman one at one point, which I enjoyed just because of Jason Momoa, not really for any other reason, but he's just a fucking hottie. So that was great. Um, but it's just, it's, you know, it's kind of like miscellaneous fun stuff like that where we just debrief. It's usually like the only time of the year that my cousins and I really like see each other and like interact. Um, so it's fun to just kind of like talk and complain about our parents and make fun of them and that kind of thing um yeah and then we wait for the the ball to drop and it's very fun but I don't know if I'm I don't know what my plans are for this new year's because I might end up spending it (laughs) with my friends now that we're not like completely locked down in a pandemic situation Mm -hmm. so we shall see um I kind of want to start the new year with Dior around my neck, if that makes sense. Like, help him <laughs> out and just have him, like, a little necklace. Like Britney Spears? Exactly. Um, exactly. I could use some Britney Spears energy in my life. So that might be what we end up doing. Especially free Britney, yes. Totally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is, I mean, you know, you never know. We shall see. Uh, honestly, I'll probably buy some books on the new year <laughs> to start off my year right. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, oh my God, 2021 coming to an end. This is potentially one of the last things, dear listener, that you will do in terms of consuming media content in 2021. That's right. December 31st that our public folks are listening to this. So, oh my God, that was so sad. That's right. Hopefully Ava's voice will be back by then too. Oh my God. Ava will be starting 2022 with an actual restored vocal cord. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) fingers crossed for poor Ava uh, we can hope <laughs> I know and hopefully we will be I will be kicking off 22 having watched Venom because if yes. not what am I even doing with my life um, then I Tom, will Tom Hardy, summon like, the what? ability to scream at you I'm gonna fly down there and tell you off with my voice <laughs> I know I know I know and actually speaking of flying we should probably let everybody know what we're doing in February of 2022 yeah all right. Yeah. So um, for anybody who is um, in the Austin, Texas area or plan to be um, from when are we getting in? Like August 10th or August? Definitely not August. <laughs> I mean, February. <laughs> Hopefully Stephanie starts 2022 with a full set of brain cells. Um, we can hope. Feb- right. February 10th. 
Um, Ava and I are going to be traveling to Austin. We are going to have a Palentine's Day uh, (laughs) celebratory few couple of days. Do a cute little like creative retreat, but also eat a lot. But meet up with anybody who is in the area Um, because that is also House of Sky and Breath eve release weekend yeah so we are really excited about that um hopefully in the next few weeks or at least by the time this episode is released we've gotten a little more information um like about maybe some special things that could be happening via the publisher for the release who knows um but even so like as it is december 1st that we are recording um they haven't yet released anything. I have low hopes. Um, <laughs> so we decided, why not do our own thing to help celebrate, 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 celebrate. definitely <laughs> celibate. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, womp womp. Um, yeah, our you know, our upcoming one of our upcoming anticipated reads of 2022. So that's what we've got going on. We're really excited about that. So that'll be happening. I guess in next month from when you guys are listening to this. So yay. yay. Really excited. And there's a there's a micro pig that lives on the property. So there he is. We're very excited. We're also very excited about that. So if you follow us on social media, more than likely Petrie, who is his name, will be making an appearance in I'm our so Instagram stories. I Oh yeah, totally. It. So anyways, but Thanks for sticking with us, everybody, and for ringing in the new year by checking out our most recent episode. As always, do not forget to subscribe and leave a rating or review wherever you listen. We appreciate it. Also, um, yeah, follow us on all of our socials for upcoming announcements and giveaways and all that jazz. So exciting. Thank you guys so much. And remember, don't let the hard days win. That's right. Bye, everybody. Catch you on the next episode.